Welcome to the She Runs It podcast, where we help women succeed in business and life. I'm Nicole DeBoom. And I'm Sarah Ratcliffe. We're two successful entrepreneurs who own and run multiple seven-figure businesses. We came together when Nicole wanted to sell her business, Skirt Sports. Through the acquisition process, we genuinely connected, and then we quickly realized the power of combining our business talent, and together, we make the perfect team. Nicole's an amazing visionary, a community builder, and she excels at creating successful business models. If you're ready to start and conceptualize a business, Nicole is here for you. And Sarah is an amazing strategist who kicks ass in massive revenue growth and building successful systems. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, Sarah will help you do that and more. We believe that business is fun and empowering, and we're on a mission to inspire, connect, and advocate for other women just like you to succeed in business and life. Now let's get started. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Hello, Sarah. Hello, everyone listening. We love you. (laughs) We do. Welcome to episode 35. I can't believe it. I can't either. We're it's on so a fun. roll. It's so cool. We have an awesome topic. We have like such an we awesome do. topic today. But before we start, I need to ask mm-hmm. you something. What is that? I've seen a flurry of fun activity, very blissful activity. I wondered what's going on at Skirt Sports. So many good things. We actually, uh, what you would be referencing was the Bliss Collection. We just launched the bliss collection. Do you know that that print was one of the um, first ones that I ever picked? So it's very, it's very nerve wracking to, to pick prints, you know, I don't, I don't know that people know, you know, it's like, you look at it and you're like, Oh, I like it. Or I don't, but like, I actually had to pick that out and color it up and make sure that all the colors match. So Anyways, we have this collection and it also launched with Nightingale, which is the gorgeous blue. And you know what I love? I love matching things like not matchy matchy, but like matching. Um, I love that that print actually matches with Cabernet, which is my absolute favorite color that we released. And it also matches with black. So it's very cool. Um, because it matches with everything in the line. So if you're listening, I also wanted to share, we have a special offer for you. You can save 20% on any of your orders just from listening to our podcast with the code POD20, P-O-D-20 at skirtsports.com. So you can go grab your, your own self some bliss or some Cabernet camo, any of the awesome prints that we just released, which I see you're wearing right now, Nicole. You've got cab camo on. I can see I do. I do. And I was going to say, there are cute. I I do feel your pain and your, I don't know. It's like celebration and suffering of like trying to pick the Uh right prints for the season. Um, Also, many people listening, I know, are fans of mixing prints. They don't care. They go for it. They're crazy. And I will tell you that I wore my new Bliss Tank with my Cabernet Camo high-rise leggings together and they were freaking cute and they're on uh, Instagram. So check out how how those two prints go together for all you crazy minded folks like me and definitely use pod 20 because, uh, yeah, 
I can attest skirt sports is still the best women's fitness apparel on the planet. All right. Agreed. Well, now we got that out of the way. Should we just wrap it? That was like done. (laughs) Everybody's off anyway. They're all shopping now at skirtsports.com. You Um, can listen to the podcast and shop and save. I mean, that's multitasking, right? We just saved you money. That this is insane. Um, and you know, today's topic goes really well with that idea of multitasking. So I was thinking about this because I was thinking about you the other day, Sarah, because I love you and I think about you all the time. And <laughs> I was like, how the hell does she manage all the madness? So it's like, it's a very simple question to put out there. How do you manage the madness? How do you make... How do you continue to keep yourself moving forward through this life when you have so many things coming at you? And, and the, the foundation of that question really is how do you stay organized? Well, you know, this is one of my favorite topics. I love organization. I always have, even when I was a kid, I would, you know, organize things and put them in little boxes or categories or whatever it is. And I love it because my daughter who's 10, she does the same thing. It's so fun to see like your own idiosyncrasies show up, you know, genetically. And she loves it. She loves school supplies just like I do. I mean, it's really, it's very fun. Yeah. But what about Jackson? Oh, he doesn't care about organizing (laughs) things. He doesn't care. Just the daughter does. Thank goodness. Um, But, well, you know, it's funny. We did an episode on something similar called balance is a lie, right? Because I think there's this idea that if you somehow do it right, put all the, the boxes in place or whatever that you'll, you can kind of have a balanced life. And I think what we realized in that conversation, what we talked about there was, um, balance is a lie because you're never really balanced. You're just, um, going in and out of you're, you're reprioritizing all the time. Right. And, and never really feeling necessarily balanced. Um, I think that's kind of a buzzword for women to make us feel guilty. So, um, so how do I manage the mad? And I think it's right. You have to manage madness and, and all the things because you can't ever, nothing's ever really under control. If you could see my desk right now, um, there's like 36 different lists of things I'm supposed to, <laughs> I'm supposed to get done. And I write the same thing over and over. However, I will tell you, um, over time as an event manager, you know, which is kind of what I was originally trained was in putting on events, you know, you have to be very organized. Um, so I do have some good tips and some ideas about it. How did you manage the madness when you were running skirt? How did, what, did you have any best practices? Well, I will say I did, I did. And then also I'd like big failures and it'll be fun to kind of compare notes here. Um, I I will say, I think it's really personal. Like you hit on it by just talking about your kids. You know, it doesn't mean Jackson's not organizing his madness. You just can't quite relate to the way he's doing it because it's not like you did. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, my husband. Okay. 
I'm whispering like he's here. He's not even here. Um, you should see his little like workspace. There's like uh-huh. papers everywhere, old receipts of from like yeah. gas. We don't even yep. need to keep those. Like why? And he just knows where everything is though. I'm My like, how? The same way. I would go like over one to time his, I yeah. messed with her stuff. Yeah. She got really mad. She was like, I know exactly where everything is. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to, I want to throw like half of it away, but then I would upset his universe. So, right. um, you know, I think like recognizing that your own system for organizing is very personal is important, but I do think there are some universal hacks that could work for everybody. So yeah, let's share some of them. Why don't you start? Let's do. So, you know, I actually moved into a new house about six months ago and it was literally building out all my organization systems from scratch. So it was really interesting to watch. So my number one tip in any organization system, um, both in your head and also physically is to observe number one, it's to watch yourself and observe what you do. Right. So like, Oh, I always put these things here or I put this here. So like I needed to figure out where I was going to put a junk drawer. Right. So I just kind of figured out, I just sort of allowed myself the freedom to be like, what do I naturally do? And then I was like, Oh, all the crap goes here. So this is naturally my junk drawer. Or let me give you another, um, a sure sign of something that's of organization system that's not working. And this is a physical organization system, but anything that's in your house that collects clutter. So um, for example, my desk right now, rather than working on it, I've found actually I like working on my big countertop with all the windows around me and the natural light. Um, it collects, it just collects things, right? Or if do you guys, I'm surely, I'm certain everyone listening on here has some place, some little corner or someplace that always collects things. So I always, I've come to understand now from, you know, watching and monitoring my habits, any place that collects things is not a good organization system, unless you're cool with things like just being there in a mess, you know? Okay. There's too much in this. There's two things that just came out of this that are big. The first well, one I is want to share something though. Okay. Go ahead. I, I, and then I went, and then I want you to ask me questions, but I want to, what the surefire way that I found to manage something like that is you have to get rid of it. If there's a surface that collects space or collects a whole bunch of stuff, you have to get rid of it because you can't organize it because it'll just keep happening over and over. So anyways, what were you going to ask me? Oh no, that's huge. I mean, Mm -hmm. my, my points that bubbled up are kind of underneath that final um, Mm -hmm. action that needs to happen. The first is that everyone needs a junk drawer. Does everyone need a junk drawer or a junk bin? Like, does everybody not have one? I I mean, I have a lot of them, but everybody did. Honestly, I thought so too. But then why, if they're junk, do you actually use the things in your junk drawer? When is the last time you, you do, I do. So I don't, I think you, you need really, well, if you don't, you, so to me, the junk drawer is the clutter, right? Like, 
Mine has um, a number of vitamins and allergy pills. It has um, pencils and uh, our tickets to fun spot and like random things that don't really have a place to go, but you know where they are and you can just throw them in there without feeling like bad that you, you know, or have a super unorganized drawer. Like it just goes in there. It's like the place that's, it's guilt-free. Oh, I don't know. Does everybody have a junk drawer? Yeah, I just opened a junk drawer. And um, I'm just going to pull out one thing that's in the junk drawer, which is a bin of junk in the junk drawer. So, and in the bin of junk is, oh my God, you'll love this. Some old skirt sports business cards. Um, This old keychain that we somehow had on the back. It says Uh school power. A Fitbit that was worn last about seven years ago. Um. I have a, a, a Arnica care gel that is probably like five years stuff. expired. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing wrong here then? I, and, and like I needles. Those are and, all important things, but those are things you can't make a decision about yet. Right. Really old scratched um, sunglasses <laughs> and like about 17 paper clips that are sticking everything together in the bottom. I love paper clips oh and staples. So here's another, now that you're talking about that, here's another tip that I have come to learn. So I have trouble making decisions about things in the moment, right? Like if you're going through papers or, you know, your kids artwork that they bring home or whatever. And it's things like we're really, you know, they tell you best practice, go through it, get rid of it and just be done with it. Right. But I have so much angst. It's like, you know, when you tell yourself, oh, I'm not going to overpack on vacation this time. And then that dress that I didn't pack is exactly what I needed. Or like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like that. If you throw it away now, suddenly I need it. Yeah. So one thing that I do is I will, um, kind of let things, I'll do this with both emails and I'll do this with, um, um, papers is if I can't make a decision right, then I will allow myself to kind of put it off to the side and come back to it in two weeks to 30 days, because then I ha- I don't have that emotion tied to it anymore. And so a lot of times I'll go through my email inbox and I'll, I go back, you know, 30 days of things. And if they were really important, then I keep them and I file them. But usually then I have a clear head and I can be like, Oh, archive, archive, you know, that kind of a thing. Okay. So This is really important. So (laughs) remove the emotion. I mean, I think in an Mm -hmm. organizing, not just clutter and junk and all that stuff, but organizing your businesses, your daily life. But what else is the second thing that came out of the first part of that conversation is tied to this, which I wrote down that clutter is relative and personal. So I, if you're like clear the clutter, well, I would look at my husband's area and just shove all of it into the garbage minus like three things, but that's not clutter to him. And so with you saying other people's clutter, I know you can't. And so you're Mm -hmm. right. Like you can only declutter your own life. You cannot declutter someone else's life. You can't done. You can't, you have to learn to live with it or else you're going to be at war forever. Correct. I think that's called marriage. Oh, it, and parenting. Parenting. <laughs> parenting. Um, Correct. I love this. You have such good tips. Oh my God. Okay. We need oh, some good. All right. Let's think about maybe see if you can do any that apply to the fact that you're running four businesses at once. So um, I have multiple calendars. 
that I work off of. So I have, I manage my time day to day on one calendar. So if I have a meeting, if I have a podcast, if I have whatever, those are all on um, my calendar, you know, kind of where do I need to be? And then I have another calendar that is just focused on Zuma, another calendar. And it's not an electronic calendar. I'm still a a paper and pen kind of gal, um, because I need to see the bigger picture. I have to have, um, so I, I bought, um, I have, you know, dry erase calendars. I have these awesome calendars you can get at Staples that have three months at a time, um, on one side. And I use, I even have, um, I tried for the longest time to put everything together on one, right? And my brain just couldn't process it. And so I've started to find success by kind of breaking out the pieces of my life. And then even um, I have a separate calendar that I plan on for my kids' school because I couldn't, I can't keep it all in my brain, but then if I can look at separate ones at a time, then I can kind of figure out, okay, well, I have a deadline here. I have a deadline here. You know, this skirt sports email needs to go out here, but it's not when I try to overlap it with momentum emails and Zuma emails, like it's just overwhelming. So I kind of separate out certain parts of my life. Um, in, in that way or my work life. Um, I, and I love that, you know, when, when I, you asked like what I did to manage things too, we'll, we'll share little snippets here and there, but I had this reputation for if it wasn't on my calendar, I just wouldn't do, I wouldn't even be there because you couldn't tell me about a meeting I wouldn't show yeah. up. It'd have to be on my calendar, which ended up being a Google calendar, which I actually love yeah. because they color code and like, I can get your yeah. calendar and see when you're available so we can record and all of that stuff. But then you go, wait, now I have a life. And I just planned to do like a trade show this weekend. And I forgot to check our family calendar, which is actually hanging on the kitchen wall right. and not connected to my Google calendar. Cause my husband is old school, you know, or whatever. And, um, guess what? We had a thing that weekend. So now I'm screwed. So like combining them all is really, really hard. So if you summarize, like what I'm hearing from you is the calendar is the Bible. Like it is the place where it all has to merge and come together. So when you have four Mm -hmm. planets living in the same universe, plus a family, what is your, at the end of the day, what does that look like on your calendar? Well, okay. So here's the interesting thing. So each, I use multiple calendars to plan long-term, right? So I have actually mapped out nearly every email for Zuma, not every email, every, um, you know, all of our challenges when they're launching all of our races, um, we've high level planned out, um, on the skirt sports side, um, when different things, like when different prints are launching, when are the next ones. And actually I have a, I have a, another one where I have actually tried to, I've put the big things you want to, you could call them big rocks, right? So what you have to make sure of is that you don't have a bunch of big rocks crossing paths, you know, for, for different things. So I've had, I plan about a year out is what I do. What's interesting is at Disney, we would plan three to five to, yeah, I was, I would block space for our events up to 10 years out, you know? So because it's such a huge, 
organization, if you weren't that far out, you wouldn't have the space to run a course through Magic Kingdom or wherever. So, um, so I look at the big picture first, and then I try to plan out the little, the smaller pictures. And then what you always, what I do is then as I'm coming up on a new month. So like, let's say I'm coming into April, I start to um, look at everything and, and check it, right? Okay. Do I have any mistakes? Do I have any errors? Do I have anything, you know, a trade show booked on a family thing? And then, cause usually what you need is time, right? So if you can identify an issue a month out versus two days out, it's, you can adjust for it. You can tell your husband, I can't go to this, or you can say, Hey, I can't do the trade show. Somebody else has to go, you know? So there always has to, I find you look big picture and then you also have to be willing to adjust as you get a little bit closer in, you know? So I still work each week and, you know, the, like, I'll start looking at my calendar for next week. Okay. Are my meetings good? Are, you know, that kind of a thing. So, um, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. That's kind of the system that I've started to come up with. Well, I actually think that's the key to success as an entrepreneur or a human being is flexibility and going with the flow. But you want to have as much tied up beforehand as you can so that, you know, you feel good about your contributions. Um, Absolutely. Do you have anything that you've tried that absolutely does not work that sucked? Oh yeah. Like a project or like an organization yeah. style. Well, I mean, I tried to, I've tried to plan for years to put everything on one calendar and I failed miserably for years. So what I just described to you was me finally finding like, Oh, this is how it works. Like I have to look at things a lot more individually. So I would say I usually try to, yes. Um, I look too big. Sometimes I try to put everything in all at one time. And then, so that's often where I've, I've failed. Um, I have multiple services in my house that are continuing to collect crap and clutter. So I have some systems that are failing currently. You know, Um, this is reminding me of a system that I went down the rabbit hole of for probably like a few months, one time at skirt it's yeah. the sticky note organizational system. Um, so, you know, yeah. you have like a journal or, you know, something that you bring to every meeting and you're writing all your notes yeah. in it. Well, I, there was this one period where I ran out of journals and I didn't buy any, but there was a really nice, pretty stack of sticky notes. So I started sticky. just like writing the things on sticky notes and putting them everywhere, but they were organized and it was the sticky note method of organizing your life and business does not work because they're not tied together. They're random. There's no prior prioritization. So don't, you know, if you are tempted to go down the sticky note rabbit hole, stop yourself right now. Sticky notes are okay for a grocery store list but not for like what projects take priority in 2022. Right. Like, no, no. Well, you know, one thing, so like when I was at Disney, we had a lot of opportunities to learn from other leaders who've, you know, obviously been executives in the company. And there was a guy named Lee Cockrell who was like um, very good at organization and would actually teach this class. So I went to it one time and he talked a lot about prioritization and that every single day you would reprioritize what you were doing. So you could assign it like an A, a B or a C or whatever that is. So 
that exact method never really, I think there was even like a notebook that you could use. Um, that never really worked for me, but what I also do is almost every day or every other day, I actually rewrite my to-do list because, um, every day there's a reprioritization, especially as an entrepreneur, but I'm sure a number of you listening who are managing multiple projects, family things, you know, um, competing priorities at work. Um, I used to think, okay, well, if I make a list, I have to go one, two, three, four, five, you know, I've got to just do it and I can't change it, but actually, um, reprioritizing on a daily basis based, you, you know, you, you read what's happening, what has to be done. And, you know, cause the deadline could change. Um, a boss could request something else. Like being able to reprioritize daily is actually a very good, um, sign of, of, you know, positive leadership and ability to manage your time. I love it. You know, I think when I interviewed you for run this world, uh, like two years ago now, um, yes. you, brought up the phrase relentless prioritization. I'll, I'll never yeah. forget that. And I'm a huge list maker too. I learned it as a kid and I put goals down in list form. Yes. I, I do daily stuff. Like when I'm feeling lost, which has happened more yeah. in the last year than in my entire life, I can wake up and I will literally write things down, like make breakfast. So I know I can cross it off. Oh right? my gosh. I like love that. Yes. pick up kid from school, but then there's like a few things in between and suddenly you have a day that right. looks interesting and like you're contributing to the world. And then, it, but that is your daily list. Then you also can make these longer term lists, these project lists, these work lists, life lists. And I love lists. Yeah. I'm a list girl. I do too. Why are they so fun? I think women really enjoy them like a lot. I've noticed fun. that. Yeah. It really is. Well, yeah. And you know, what's really funny is I think we can't forget that we are passing down some of these habits and behaviors to kids who are watching us. Um, mm -hmm. Recently, Wilder was sick home from school for a few days, but of course, like all day, she was totally fine. And then at five o'clock, she'd get a hundred degree fever again. So all day right. long, you'd sit there and I'm like, Ugh. She's acting fine. I'm going to make a list of things. <laughs> she had a list and she would go cross off the things. So I don't know, good or bad. Oh, I'm, I'm passing on the That's list. That's what my love. mom did for me too. It was. I love lists. Oh my gosh, well, I've done like almost a whole episode about, about lists, but they're oh, awesome. Oh my God, let's do a list show. Oh. Well, well I, yeah. one thing I want to mention though is... Um, Two, well, two things, because I know it's time for us to wrap up. So one is you mentioned that the post-it note um, doesn't work, which I would agree with. I've tried that method before and it gets pretty messy. Um, but I have noticed that um, organizing your space, your time, your life is very personal. And I've had a number of women tell me how much they love bullet journals and they, and I have not for the life of me, been able to make something like that work. And so, um, I just kind of like we talked about at the beginning, I think it's really key to give yourself space and time to look at how you function and move and, and then create systems that support you, not systems that you think, Oh, you know, if I, if I tried to make a bullet journal work and it never does, and I feel like I failed, um, 
that's not because I'm not good at organizing or I can't organize. It just doesn't fit me, you know? So I think we have to be, and if you, so it's important to watch what you do, what is successful. If you find something successful to help you manage your time in your life, do more of that. And if you're finding that things are piling up on a space, a location, a project, try to untangle what's, what is it? You know, if, like I said, I've had a number of spaces that all they do is collect things. It's usually a flat surface. That's easy to drop things on those. They have to go. I just have to get rid of them because it just never, you know, it's just too easy to let things collect. And I think that's also a metaphor in some ways for, you know, managing projects or different things. Like you need to, if you're held up on something, find the knot that's there and untie it and, and ask yourself, what do I need to get momentum back and, and kind of resolve that? So um, I, want, I wanted to show that it was just very, I think it's very personal, um, everyone's approach to it, you know, and, and really respecting who you are as a person and what works for you. It's a great way to sum it up. And, you know, I would say just to add one more final thought is as you roll down this personal journey, journey of organizing your life, um, part of clearing this clutter that you see all over the place is that when you see busy, distracting areas, your mind can also feel cluttered. And the goal here yeah. is to create more clarity, create more space in your brain so that you can go out there and contribute to this world in the way that you're made to do. So that would be that so, yeah. True. So, and remember, you can't declutter anybody else's crap. You can't. <laughs> or brains. Oh, I wanted to mention, <laughs> I wanted to mention one more thing too, because I have found that my ability to manage um, the madness is cyclical. So, you know, if I have downtimes in life or business, I can get caught up. Right. And I try to do that and I clear out my inbox and I consolidate all my lists and I get through them. I'm actually in a really overwhelmed period right now. I'm not exactly sure why. I think there's just been a lot happening with my children and uh, my family and then trying to balance work. So I'm actually very unstably organized. If you could see my house right now, you would see like, I've got 16 post-its over there and 33 piles of, you know, but, but, um, it is cyclical. And, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, like just know, get through that day, do the parts that you can prioritize the best that you can. And then in the downtimes, you know, find ways to catch up, clear out the space, clear out the clutter, because you're absolutely right, Nicole, when that clutter is cleared, we are clearer headed, um, more creative, more thoughtful, less stressed. Like there is a benefit to having clutter, both, you know, physical clutter and emotional clutter cleared. And so it's, it's good to try to give yourself that relief when you can rock on. I think we managed the madness quite well today. Good I think job. we did. <laughs> it's funny. Cause it is March madness. I just wanted to put in but that started yesterday and you see some upsets to celebrate yeah. March madness. You need some new fitness gear. Don't forget to go you over to skirtsports.com and use the code pod 20. Pod 20. Pod 20. Oh yeah. You can actually buy bliss at least from skirt sports. <laughs> it might be a print, but you know, we can't, we can't sell you organizational bliss, but we can sell you bliss 
in a printed skirt. So come see us. Go get some bliss. Oh, and Nicole, you know, we always love to hear from our listeners. So if you are listening, uh, send us an email, give us a comment, let us know what works for you, what doesn't, where have you had successes and failures? We want to hear from you as well. Bring it on. We'll all learn from each other. Yes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of the podcast of the podcast. <laughs>